And now, the show that bridges the gap between faith and business. Welcome to Bottom Line Faith. On today's show, Ramon Ray, founder of Smart Hustle Magazine. When I have a decision to make, when I get a call, hey, Ramon, do you want to join me in this? Do you want to put $20,000 and dig your money to it? I'll put $20,000 in my money. God's teaching me, slow down, slow down, and to pray. I often lean on my own strength and say, oh, okay, a Facebook ad, $249. It sure to be great. Click. No. Why don't I pray? Before I make that click, you give God a chance to give input before I do my own carnal well, hello, everyone. This is Ray Hilbert, your host here at Bottom Line Faith. And if this is your first time joining our program, welcome to the program where the analogy we use is we like to lift the hood and tinker around in the engine of Christian leadership in the marketplace. And we have had the incredible privilege here at Bottom Line Faith to interview top CEOs from across the country and business owners and leaders, athletes, entertainers, big personalities. But what all of our guests share in common here at Bottom Line Faith is they are followers and lovers of our Lord Jesus Christ. And today we are in for a very, very special treat. Coming to us all the way from the Big Apple, New York City, is Ramon Ray. Ramon, welcome to Bottom Line Faith. Hey, Ray. Thank you so much. It's excited to be here. I'm not sure if I'm an athlete or an entertainer because I work out, you know, on a regular basis, so we'll <laughs> see. But thank you for having me on your show. Well, certainly those things as well as and specifically we'll be talking about this whole idea of entrepreneurship, and I know this is really your passion your area of expertise. And folks, you can find Ramon Ray on LinkedIn. And then Ramon, your website, and we're going to talk a little bit about Smart Hustle Magazine. Would you just real quickly give our listeners the website where they can learn about you and what you're up to? Absolutely. All things business-related, smarthustle.com, and about me in particular, ramonray.com. There you have it, folks. Smarthustle.com and ramonray.com. Two sites, two places you can learn about our guest. Well, Ramon, let's take a moment. You and I met, gosh, several weeks mm-hmm. ago at an event where we were both speakers, and I can't speak for you, but I know the moment that you engaged in a conversation with me, your smile, you light up the room, you're a bigger-than-life personality. <laughs> I just knew this was a real amazing guy with a great story to tell. I was looking forward to developing a friendship with you. Little did I know, just a few short weeks later, I'd have this incredible privilege to interview you here. So take a few moments, tell our listeners about you, your background, and what do we need to know about what has shaped Ramon Ray? I appreciate that, Ray. And I must say, the feeling is mutual. It's great to just shake your hand and smile, and you can tell when you can click with people. So yeah. ditto, and I agree with you. The sentiments are the same with myself. But in a nutshell about me, Ray, you know, as you said, I live in the New York City area. I love pancakes, bacon, and eggs, about four or five slices of bacon every Saturday morning, <laughs> uh, or weekend at least, and have an awesome family. Been married over 20 years. And really, entrepreneurship is kind of a thriving in my bones and my blood. I didn't know it, Ray, for a while. I started four companies, sold a company. But what some people don't know until we have conversations like this, I worked for many, many years at the United Nations building one or two of the companies that I had until I left there after some frustration in corporate America. But really today, Ray, I speak around the world about entrepreneurship and technology, authored a few books. And I love starting companies. As I joke with my wife, I love the pain of losing money sometimes and experimenting <laughs> and seeing things fail. I just, it gives a thrill. So that's a nutshell of who Ramon Ray is. And I love going to other countries and doing mission work as well. I've done puppet shows and I can speak a little bit of Spanish. Hola, señor Ray, como esta? So that's a little bit about me. 
Well, I read that on your LinkedIn profile, doing puppet shows and on those mission trips and so forth. So that's a great lead-in. Just give us a framework and a background on your spiritual journey, how you became a follower of Christ. What did that look like? Absolutely. So my journey, I'm over 40, and my journey's had a lot of ups and downs. I thank God that over the last several years, it's been more up thanks to to Christ and His work in my life. But I'm a preacher's kid, as they say, PK. (laughs) So for those in your audience listening, shout out to all the PKs. (laughs) So I'm a preacher's kid. My father did pass away about 20 years ago, but nevertheless, both of my parents have been or are. My mother's still alive in ministry. And I had a great living and grew up in a very conservative, strict, as it were, you know, depends on the words you want to use home, and accepted Christ several times. I don't know about your experience, Ray, but some people listening can identify with that. And all were genuine, Ray. All were genuine. You see the movie or the play about hell or whatever it is, and mainly it's fear-based. You know, you want to escape hell and and et cetera, et cetera. So brought up in the church, have been a follower of Christ in some way or form for years, but over time they got cold. Again, maybe different people, different faiths are here. I'm not sure exactly who are listening to us, but backslid is the word that I use and the Bible uses, so I'll use that word, but backslid went away from God for some time. And the nutshell, and you can dig into this, Ray, with me as deep as you want, but my son left our home. He rejected Christ a few years ago, and that, Ray, was really the catalyst for me to sit up and take notice and say, listen, is this faith that I see my father live and been around all my life real or not? And I really sat in the corner, had Uh to think, is Jesus for me? And four years later now, about three or four years later, I'm a dedicated follower of Christ. I love the Bible. I love prayer, a witness to others. So that's the summary of my experience of Christ. Well, I sure appreciate that. And I'll tell you very candidly, Ramon, what I really appreciate about what you just shared there is your own willingness to be transparent, and because it really is quite often through our own brokenness and the journey that brings us to an ultimate realization that either Jesus is real and he's going to be Lord of right. our lives, or he's just going to be uh, you know, a good luck charm we're going to put over in the corner. And so really through that brokenness, it sounds like he brought you to a real crisis of faith, which in turn led to that foundation. That's amazing. Absolutely. Very good. And sometimes I wish, Ray, that I say to myself, man, does, does everybody have to be broken and be like, I think there's Manasseh in the Bible, you know, and he dragged his thorn bushes before... You know, besides David Wilkerson, I think he said he was saved when he was four and was preaching ever since, I think. Yeah, that's certainly not the norm. Well, folks, we are speaking here at Bottom Line Faith with our guest today, Ramon Ray. Ramon is the founder of Smart Hustle Magazine. You can learn more about Ramon at smarthustle.com as well as ramonray.com. So, Ramon, let's talk some business. Let's talk about faith and integration in business. And so, as a starting point, what exactly is Smart Hustle, the magazine, the conferences? Give us some framework there. Sure, absolutely. So, and before that, to put the context, I've been known as the kind of the technology evangelist. No pun intended, Ray. I'm sure some of my father's and my mother's pedigree slipped in on that name, but (laughs) (laughs) an evangelist in the greater sense of one who evangelizes. But point being, one of my companies is smallbiztechnology.com. So I've run that for years, speaking, writing events all about technology for small businesses. Fast forwarding a few years, Ray, I really wanted to expand my portfolio, as it were, and really talk, write, events, et cetera, more about the entrepreneurship in general. So hence now is Smart Hustle Magazine, which has been running for a few years. So that's really how that started. And really my business to date is a few things. One, helping large brands reach small businesses. So my clients are many of the Fortune 500 brands that we all know and use their products and sometimes say words we shouldn't say to on the computer screen. So all those brands I work with and help them reach small businesses. I also am a global speaker. So again, many of these brands and others fly me to conferences to speak about entrepreneurship and sometimes other things. 
And part of that repertoire is content, Ray, as you know, many of these brands, content, 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 content. So maybe a computer vendor will say, Ramon, can we send you our computer? You do a video about it. You tweet about it. You post about it, et cetera. So that's really what I do. And it really started, I don't know, Ray, I think as a kid, I've always loved technology and to speed the journey quickly, really just using technology, buying my first computer was a 286 computer. I don't know when that was, Ray, but in the 80s, maybe? <laughs> yeah. When, yeah. when one megabyte of RAM was a lot. So whatever time period that is, Prodigy AOL. So really from there, just using computers, blogging about it, somebody saying we'll pay you, somebody finding you, write about it, and it goes from there. That's kind of my, my journey if I said that in some cohesive fashion, I hope. Absolutely. And in fact, in preparation for our interview today, I spent a little time on YouTube and you're kind of famous. I mean, you've been on some major television shows, news shows and so forth. Give us just a snapshot of maybe two or three of the uh, opportunities you've had to share your expertise on television. Sure, absolutely. I mean, one of the biggest opportunities I have, which was quasi-television, is interviewing the president. That would be President Obama. And again, those listening, this is not a political statement. Right. He was the president. So I say that, Ray, because it's ironic. I was at a conference, and his face came up, you know, part of my bio. Half the room was, like, hissing. The other half the room was cheering. I was like, okay, guys, let's all calm down. He was the president, and I'm proud of it. In the story. So yeah. the point is, interviewing the president was really a nice big thing. Me and five other citizens out of 300,000 other, other Americans applied and they picked me. So been that, been on Fox News, which was great, been on there a few times with Maria Bartiroma, the financial queen, those right. who don't know, lady, uh, MSNBC. And then, and of course, print as well, Ray. So Wall Street Journal, New York Times, which leads me going back to kind of a hint in business. One of the topics I talk about a lot is PR, publicity and marketing. Because as small business owners, for those listening who are the smaller business owner type, you don't have to hire a PR firm day one. You can do it yourself. So I kind of have done this on my own. I've worked with PR people as well, but much of my career, Ray, it's just kind of getting to know the journalists, schmoozing as it were, in a good way, the producer, and them saying, huh, okay, Ramon, come on down to the studio. Let's hear what you have to say for one minute and 45 seconds. And what I love is um, there's not huge barriers to doing some of those things that you're describing. I was talking with someone recently, and we were walking through an exercise, and I asked them to put together their dream team of advisors, that if you could put any five people in the world on your team to give you advice, what would that look like? And they wrote them down, and I said, so what's preventing you from getting to them? And uh, we don't have time on this program, but there are several very, very famous people that I was amazed how easy it was to get through to them by simply picking up the phone and saying, look, I'd love two minutes of your time because I think you can speak to a certain element and very gracious at times, you know, and not always the case, of course, but that's what you're describing here is the ability mm -hmm. to just put some intentionality to it and a skill set and get it done. So I am really, really just dying to ask you some of these questions that I've been holding on to here. Sure, so sure. you've been very blessed, very fortunate, amazing skill set, great success, failures, the things we've been talking about. Let's park the boat there just for a second. Let's talk about failure because mm -hmm. any entrepreneur, any business leader who is listening to this program obviously either has, is, or about to experience failure. And so what do you have to say to entrepreneurs and leaders about failure? I think two things, Ray. One, I'll talk personally, if we want to go there, or, and I'll talk business. Recently, I've been married for over 20 years, Ray, and I think my biggest failure, one in my life, has been not cherishing my wife as much as I should. Now, you know, she's a great woman. She loves me. I love her. Got by God's grace, rock solid marriage. Yeah. But I was reading a book called Cherish recently, and I just realized, Ray, I haven't done that. So I don't know if that falls in the context of the biggest failure. It's a journey I'm learning. 
But as a business owner, Ray, I can sit for whatever, so many hours there in a day. <laughs> I can sit there for that time period all day long. And that was, I think, failure one. And then point two, I think in business, Ray, really, and I continue to struggle with this. Thank God that I have other talents and skills that overcome this. But I operate, Ray, very knee-jerk. So, Ray, I, yeah, I started four companies and sold one. But, man, I haven't told you about all the wasted time and wasted money, God's money, that I've put into failed projects, walking up and down Utica Avenue, which is in Brooklyn. Those who are from Brooklyn can shout out, hey, Brooklyn, <laughs> you know, Utica Avenue and try to make a business directory or flying to California and, and wasting, I think it was about 50 grand for me, Ray. That's a lot of money. Wasting 50 grand thinking I can do an event in the West Coast because I hadn't planned properly for it. So those are two things. If that's helpful for those listening, the specific thing, but I that happened because of me rushing and probably not praying. And then two, just really over the years, I need to cherish my wife more. Those are two specific things I can think of. Uh, great examples. And so going back particularly on the business side, maybe making decisions or implementation a little too quickly or what have you. Mm-hmm. What has God taught you about that process? Elaborate a little bit on that. Great question. I think what I'm learning from this, Ray, I'm sure there's a scripture to back this up. You can think of it while I'm talking <laughs> but about patience and being slow. Slow to speak. And I didn't say slow to think, but for me, it's slow to think, slow to speak, meaning, Ray, when I have a decision to make, when I get a call, you know, we're business owners, right? So we live in the world. We, we're supposed to conduct business development, business. Hey, Ramon, do you want to join me in this? Can you help with this? Fly here. You want to put 20000 of your money to it? I'll put 20000 of my money. All these things we go through, which are great. God's teaching me, slow down. And which is my secret weapon I can share with you as a brother in Christ, but to pray. I often lean on my own strength and say, oh, okay, a Facebook ad, $249. I'm sure it'll be great. Click. No. Why don't I pray? Just even bow my head before I make that click. So it may sound corny to some people. I know it's not corny to you, but that's really what I'm willing to slow down, Ray, and to really pray or at least give God a chance to give input before I do my own carnal understanding. I think that's really, really great advice. I was in a conversation last week with a group of business owners, and we were talking about this. They were Christ followers, and we were talking about the concept of force versus flow. We can force things, right? We can make quick decisions. We can make another phone call. We can cause something to happen. And usually, and that's the way the world teaches us, go to most business schools, and that's the worldly way. But this issue of flow, this concept of flow about being patient, waiting on the Lord to deliver, waiting on the Lord to bring clarity and exactness, I'm finding the older I get, the more I want to live in flow versus force. And I think that's part of it. And then entrepreneurially, you've got a DNA of entrepreneurialism stamped on you, and that's a gift from God, and yet... All of our gifts taken to an extreme can become a weakness, right, or become our stumbling point. So thank you for your transparency on that. And I am sure that right now, Ramon, there's probably a business owner or leader right now that they kind of need to think about the same thing. They need to slow down a little bit. They've made too many decisions too quickly. The old measure twice and cut once, right? That's probably even better advice than you might realize. <laughs> there's so many people well, in, in that boat. Thank <laughs> And I think the, the converse, you know, we don't, those who are struggling with not making a decision, which is the whole other topic, yeah. that's important too. Pray both ways, you know. That's exactly right. And so, Ramon, you talked earlier in the part of this interview about really in the last, you know, four years or so, you've really had this solidifying of your Christian faith, really becoming more deeply rooted. Although you were brought up in it, you've mm-hmm. really 
really made some decisions to make this thing serious and real. So what kind of biblical principles and guidelines? You just mentioned one about slowing down, you know, quick to listen and slow to speak, which is out of the book of James of many places, but what other biblical principles would you offer up for our audience that you try to live your life or lead your company by? I think the second one would be for me is let my light shine. Now this might be, Ray, you know, very broad and feel free to interject, you know, help me distill this so two things. One, as a quasi-entertainer, you see what I do a bit, Ray, as a public speaker. I like to have fun. I'm a joker. Yeah. I'm the guy who will, you know, set something on fire and say, just kidding. That's just me. I like having fun. But what I'm learning to do is, Ramon, remember, you're a Christian. You're a man of God. You're a Christ follower. So be careful when you're in public at an event or anywhere. But, you know, when you're in public at an event, are you moving in a way you shouldn't? Did a word slip out that you shouldn't say? So that's the second thing I'm learning is that I'm a Christian. I can have fun. I can be, you know, loud. I can do whatever, as you kind of hinted, how my DNA is. We're all different. But man, I'm learning, let my light shine. And I say that, Ray, because I'm realizing that as my light's shining more, not everybody, but some people are going to come to me and say, Ramon, can I talk to you? I'm going through a divorce. Ramon, can I talk to you? This is happening in my life because they're able to see a difference. So the second principle is really let my light shine and being very cognizant of it, especially for those of us that can easily slip in doing things that might not be so Christ-like. That's good stuff, because we don't know who's watching, right? We really, right. really don't know. And it's amazing. You just never know who's just around the corner. Recently, I was at an airport and had a layover, and I'm on the other side of the country. And I'm getting ready to walk into this place where they got food, magazines, snacks, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And somebody walked up to me and tapped me on the shoulder, and they were from my home church back here in central Indiana. Mm. And it's like, oh, I'm really glad that I wasn't doing anything embarrassing at the moment. (laughs) Yes. Amen. (laughs) You just never know, right? (laughs) Well, folks, we are talking with Ramon Ray. Ramon is the founder of Smart Hustle magazine. You can learn more about Ramon, as we mentioned already, at smarthustle.com and RamonRay.com. Ramon, let me just ask you this. So we've been talking about failures and so forth. Let's transition. Let's talk a little bit about something more positive. What's the best advice that anyone has given you that really to this day continues to influence you, your leadership style, your decision-making? What's, what's the best piece of advice you ever were given? I think it's a two-part piece of advice, Ray. I think one is that sometimes I always look to others and try to be this person, that person. Seth Godin, for example, is a big mentor of mine from a distance. You know, we're not like golfing buddies, but I really like him. So what the advice has been, Ramon, we like you as you are. Yes, emulate others. Paul says, follow me as I follow, follow Christ. But emulate others. But Ramon, just be yourself. So that really has been the best piece of advice because I can be so tempted. Oh man, Ray's doing this. Let me do this. Let Mm -hmm. me, oh wow. Why can I be like this? But I realized I got to be me and let Christ work within me. So that's really the biggest advice uh, that I've seen. And I'll add to that, Ray, be me, but also, and one of the things they said, Ramon, even though you have these issues, you can't spell well, math is not good with you. You know, you're accounting well, your business, but you connect well with people. So they were encouraging me. That's a blessed trait keep that going. So best advice. You know, even as you're sharing that, I've got to believe that even right now, somebody's listening to this program and just your enthusiasm, just your, I can see you smiling, even though we're talking over, you know, the phones here, I can see you're smiling and that that's a real blessing to others. And so what advice would you then pass along to other Christians who are in business and in leadership? What advice would you pass along to them on how they can to shine their light and be the witness for Christ in the marketplace? 
I think, be very cognizant of being empathetic. Everybody has a need. Everybody's hurting. And I think the person who can be aware of that is going to be a blessing. And I can give business advice, but as context of Christians and being leaders, I think what's missing a lot, Ray, is being empathetic, being aware, you know, me going in a room and seeing that person sitting alone. I don't have to talk to, you know, John and Bob and Sally and Sue. They're all extroverts and doing fine. Let me talk to Melissa, who's in the corner by herself, just sitting. So that's kind of the one advice that, from my playbook, being empathetic, being watchful, being observant of who I can help. Because those who, quote unquote, don't need help, as it were, at least overtly, there's other people who need more help than they do. Well, I love that, because that's really a foundation to success in business anyway, really, is you know finding a need in the marketplace and finding a way to fill that need with a product, a service, or an offering. And that's... In essence, at the core of what you're describing is meeting the needs of folks that are hurting and broken and maybe need some encouragement. Who knows what comes out of that? Would mm-hmm. you agree with that? Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, this is fun. My producer's telling me we've got just a few minutes left. We always call this the quickest 30 <laughs> minutes in radio. Can you believe we're already there? <laughs> wow. So I'll talk shorter. We'll go no, on. I'll no, talk no, no, you're, you're doing fine. In fact, we probably just need to have you back for another episode at some point of, of Bottom Line Faith. So we've talked a little bit about your background. We've talked a little bit about failures and advice and lessons learned and so forth. Let's just take a quick moment, and then I'll come back to one more question. But let's just take a quick moment. You, you're out speaking to companies and leaders about technology and ways to connect with small business. Give us just a sampling of maybe one of the hot topics right now, one of the things or issues around this issue of technology connecting in business and so forth. Just give us a little bit of insight on on what you talk about. Sure. I think two things, Ray. Everybody wants to know how to use marketing better in their business. Everybody. And it's amazing to me, Ray, the millions and millions of small business owners that I interact with on a regular basis who just don't know. You and I, we know podcasting, Facebook marketing, IoT, retargeting. But I'm just amazed at the gulf of those who don't know. And so that's the void I feel, Ray. So that's kind of the big thing that I'm seeing is that those small businesses who are listening, some of you know about Twitter ads and all these things. But those of you who don't, my advice to you is go on YouTube. Just do a search result and learn it as you can. Hire somebody young to help you. (laughs) Somebody young. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I was sitting down with my 13-year-old the other day, and she was showing me some ways that she's leveraging YouTube and some things. She actually started her own company making uh, some products, and she had commercials online and everything. I'm going, you go, girl. That was amazing, 13 years old. So (laughs) I'm just an old man. Well, Ramon, gosh, we've got just a few short minutes left. In advance of our interview, I shared with you there is one really, really important question, and that's what we call our Proverbs 423 questions. And this is about that one big piece of advice. So I want you to just kind of lay it out like you're at the end of this side of eternity and you have a chance to gather your family, your friends, and your loved ones, and this is your chance to pass along the most important piece of godly wisdom and counsel that you would want to pass along. The floor is yours, Ramon. What advice are you going to pass along? Yeah, here's what I say, Ray. I think what I've learned in the last four years, especially in my life, is pray continually to have a closer closer walk and experience with Jesus Christ. That's my prayer, my devotions, even for my son, hit him with like what happened to Paul on the road to Damascus, is that as those of us who are Christians, the more and more we draw closer to Jesus Christ, the more stronger, if that's a proper way to say it, his experience, his fullness is inside of us, Ray, the more we're going to be closer to reaching heaven. So that's my biggest advice, get closer and closer to Jesus Christ. Spoken from a a life experience journey with experience and brokenness, particularly in the last few years. Well, folks, um, wow, 
Russell, can you? I know that you're not on a microphone, but can you believe how fast this time goes? He's he's not shaking his head no. And uh, Ramon, I just can't tell you how grateful I am for the last uh, few moments on the program here together. You've given some great words of encouragement, some great advice, shared some brokenness and transparency. And uh, just one more time, how can folks connect with you? How can they learn more about what you're up to and how you might be able to help them? I just want to pass this along as an opportunity for folks to connect with you. How can we learn more? Sure, Ray, I appreciate that. And thank you for the opportunity. It's been such a blessing. I really appreciate it. But those who want to know more about me, RamonRay.com, R-A-M-O-N-R-A-Y. And if you want to check out a lot of things about entrepreneurship, SmartHustle.com. So thank you, Ray, so much. You got it. Well, folks, there you have it from New York City, the Big Apple. We've been speaking with Ramon Ray, and check him out online as we've uh, just been talking about there. Listen, if you are a first-time listener here at Bottom Line Faith, thank you for tuning into the program today. You can uh, subscribe to us uh, on uh, the iTunes Store and Stitcher and, of course, Google Play, and find us online as well. And the hosting ministry here at Bottom Line Faith is Truth at Work. Check us out if you're a Christ follower in business. Check us out at truthatwork.org, and you can learn more about our roundtable programs of how we connect Christian CEOs and business owners around the country in our roundtable program. This has been an incredible opportunity to speak with Ramon Ray, and until our next episode of Bottom Line Faith, I am your host, Ray Hilbert. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Bottom Line Faith is brought to you by Truth at Work. If you'd like to hear about new episodes or listen to past episodes, visit us online at bottomlinefaith.org. You can also subscribe to the show through Google Play and iTunes.